Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at T-Mobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Introducing the first ever Grand Highlander, a mid-sized SUV with the ideal combination of space, performance, style, and advanced tech. The roomy Grand Highlander boasts three spacious rows with available seating for up to eight. It's available 362 horsepower. Hybrid Max powertrain on limited and platinum trims delivers the power, acceleration, and efficiency so your family can take on any adventure. There's even a standard digital key, a panoramic view mirror, and a 12.3-inch multimedia touchscreen so you always arrive on time. Live life grander in the first-ever Toyota Grand Highlander. Learn more at toyota.com slash Grand Highlander. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. See if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity be a roadblock in your journey. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't get distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Greetings and welcome to the Daily NFL Fantasy Live podcast. Everything you need to know for fantasy dominance for Week 11. Jason Smith alongside the Admiral Akbar Bajabiamila, Adam Rank, Michael Fabiano, Marcus Grant, and special guest Javon Curse will stop by. He'll give us his big fantasy freaks, and he's got some surprising takes on the Chiefs-Broncos' big matchup this weekend. Speaking of matchups, we go through all the big ones, give you some big fantasy sleepers coming up for this weekend. Adam Rank has his like dislike likes and could we see some new waiver wire stars coming off of Thursday night football between the Colts and the Titans find out all that and more right now I remember my rookie year playing up at Tennessee and he went out there put on a performance a couple tackles and a sack and I'm like man I gotta be a freak man if I'm gonna get on the field I gotta be a freak like him that's impressive the freak was an IDP machine back in his salad days all right and you can get your freak advice coming up later on in the show when we talk to him well okay that You can also join the conversation, tweet us using the hashtag NFL Fantasy, or send your questions to our show's Twitter handle, at NFL Fantasy. But now, let's get right to the Thursday night matchup in the Music City. Colts and the Titans, this one looked like it was going to be a runaway early and not for Andrew Luck and the Colts. Ryan Fitzpatrick and the Titans, their opening drive. Chris Johnson, looking like Chris Johnson from a few years ago. 30 yards and touchdown. Yeah, boy, now that's a freak advice right there. Chris Johnson is always ready to go. He said, come on, fantasy owners, I told you, be patient. All right, later on in the first, Titans in the red zone. It's Chris Johnson again, a run that I haven't seen him make in years, Fab. And I really, shoulder. I really like the fact that he was in there, not Sean Green in that set. And not if you own Sean Green, you didn't like that. Fab. Well, I hope you're not starting <laughs> Sean Green. Third quarter, Colts trailing by 11. Let's go to Donald Brown. Donald Six Brown, yard touchdown back run. on the fantasy radar. Trent Richardson, who? Yeah, he says, I can do that. Ensuing kickoff, Titans return man, Devin Wiley. Thumbelias the football. Colts recover. Two points for the Colts. 
Minus two for Wiley. Colts capitalize on the Titans' turnover. This is going to be Andrew Luck saving what was a horrendous fantasy game at the point. I was on the phone with Michael Fabiano, and I said, I need Luck to do something. And he scores, and he's never put up back-to-back dud games. How about that for Andrew Luck? Boy, if he didn't score that touchdown, he would have 12 points. A seven-point play for Andrew Luck. Titans try to stay in it. Again, Donald but Brown. First, it's Donald Brown That's into the right end now. zone. His second touchdown of the game. Amazing. 30-20 to 20 Colts, but this one not over. Titans try to stay back. They fight back down by 10, a game they once led by 14. It's Delaney Walker who goes in from 19 yards out for the touchdown. Delaney Walker now clearly on the fantasy radar. So the Titans need to recover the onside kick to have any chance. Oh, that was the worst onside kick I think I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, it was short of the, it was short of the line, recovered by the Colts. It was Colts like a win putt. it. Thirty to twenty-seven. <laughs> Andrew Luck, two thirty-two, and that rushing touchdown. Let's take a look at the fantasy points by the Colts. Donald Brown leading the way with twenty-one points left. More on him coming up in a bit. Kobe Fleener and Trent Richardson. And Vinatieri, well. don't you? had a nice look. Kickers, people. Uh, I, was right. just, I was just going to say, you same and I are sharing the same brain. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's talk about Andrew Luck here for a second, Fabs. As you said, without that touch, I was on the phone with you when. I'm like, right. I just wanted to stay on the phone with you all night because that meant Andrew Luck was going to have more fantasy points. But how worried are you about Luck? There's no way I'm talking to you on the phone all night, Smith. But <laughs> Andrew Luck is someone I started in one of my leagues, too, and I was thrilled about it. And Andrew Luck, I know he's lost Reggie Wayne, and maybe he has a couple of bumps in the road, but this guy never goes on a streak where he puts up a bunch of stinkers in the row. And even against tough matchups, Houston a couple of weeks ago had over 20 fantasy points. This was a really tough matchup in Tennessee last night. Scores almost 19 fantasy points. So I'm not that worried about Andrew Luck. Well, you might be worried after you see his schedule the rest of the way because this is not something that's conducive to fantasy points for Luck. He's had an okay schedule so far. He was up and down earlier on in the season. Now, okay, is he close to being a must-start? He is, but take a look at what he's got coming up the rest of this season when you go through the rest of the regular season into the playoffs and into your fantasy Super Bowl. This is going to be really tough for him to overcome because it's not favorable. I understand that, but keep in mind, too, that he has put up good numbers against really good defenses in certain games this season. So... Yeah, maybe he's a matchup-based starter for a couple of those weeks, but I still like him. He's still making it do with the wide receivers that he has. And if you think about it, if he doesn't have that that running touchdown, he's looking at about 12 fantasy points right now. The the fact that he has that mobility, that helps him out, and that gives him a chance going in through uh, this tough uh, stretch of his schedule. All right, I would never keep you on the phone too long. I know you like to call the party line late at night. Come on, you threw me under the bus there. (laughs) Oh, boy, I don't want to know about this. Yeah, Fabs gives uh, fantasy advice on the party line. Chris oh, Johnson. You guys are crazy. Over 20 fantasy points. Delaney Walker had a nice night. <laughs> Kendall Wright, a very Kendall Wright-type night. Eight fantasy points, 80 yards receiving. But in PPR leagues, he was awesome. Yeah, yeah but that, that's about it for Kendall Wright. But now here's Chris Johnson, Fabs. Two out of the last three weeks, he's been pretty good. Can I tell you that I traded Chris Johnson a few weeks ago, and I'm 3-0 since I traded him, so I'm not that heartbroken. Well, you know what? Look, give credit to the Tennessee Titans, too, for listening to Chris Johnson and really wrapping it up and getting that interior set, and they were able to get him going, and that's why you saw this production. Yeah, you're keeping Chris Johnson in your lineup at the very least as an RB2. That effort right there is something I haven't seen out of him in a long time, lowering his head at the goal line to get into the end zone. But he's so maddingly inconsistent. Last week against the Jaguars, he didn't do anything. Yeah, look, if you're playing him as a flex, that's even better for Chris Johnson. Don't forget, next Thursday, an aerial show. Drew Brees and the Saints out to reclaim the NFC South crown as they take on Matt Ryan and the Falcons. Saints-Falcons, Thursday Night Football, Thursday, 8 p.m. Eastern, live on NFL Network. For more of today's big news and notes, let's head it over to Adam Rank and Marcus Grant.
Thank you, Jason. The fantasy professor, Marcus Grant, and I here with your latest fantasy headlines for Friday. Stevie Johnson ruled out against the Jets on Sunday because of a groin injury. Percy Harvin was a full participant in practice this week. He is expected to start. We'll have more on him in just a second. Adrian Peterson missed practice Thursday and Friday with a groin injury. And Marcus, a couple of weeks ago, Calvin Johnson was on the injury report. We said, ah, big name Calvin Johnson. We're not too worried about it. Now the Vikings are saying, hey, look, nothing to be concerned about. But I've been fooled once too many times. Should we be worried here? Well, I think we should be worried. But Adrian Peterson. I mean, this is a guy in a season when people have struggled consistently to find good quality fantasy running backs. Adrian Peterson still is one of the most consistent names out there. So maybe you're a little bit worried going against Seattle. But... Adrian Peterson. Of course, you're going to play him, but should fantasy owners have a contingency plan? Should you go pick up Toby Gerhardt or anything like that? I think maybe you get go Toby Gerhardt. Maybe you look at a guy like uh, like a Dennis Johnson even okay. in Houston. Ben Tate has kind of been banged up there. You're not oh, quite like sure it. what's going to happen there. Dennis Johnson could see a few extra carries there, too. I like that name there. All right, with Bill's wide receiver Stevie Johnson being ruled out with a groin injury, keep an eye on tight end Scott Chandler this week as a sneaky option. But, Marcus, the guys I want to talk about, because Johnson's out, Bobby Woods is out, are you concerned that the Jets could possibly be stacking the box and taking away Fred Jackson and C.J. Spiller this very week? Very worried about that. I mean, it's not as though the matchup was going to be very good for, for Robert Woods and Stevie Johnson to begin with. So I don't know that you go chasing the points with T.J. Graham and Marquise Goodwin. Be concerned that the Jets are going to load up, force E.J. Manuel to try to beat them through the air. So that means it could be tough going for C.J. Spiller and Fred Jackson. There was talk that maybe Spiller could line up at wide receiver. That's probably not going to happen. Those guys, if they get their points, are going to have to do it the traditional way. Don't like their chances. Okay, Seahawks receiver Percy Harvin was a full participant in practice this week for Seattle. For the first time all season, he'll lace them up against the Vikings on Sunday. Are we playing him? This is the big question. I'm not playing him if I have better options. If you are hurting, if you are shorthanded at wide receiver, maybe you give him a shot. And I think the only thing that concerns me is this idea he'll be on a pitch count this week. Right. He'll be motivated to perform. He hasn't played all year. He'll want to produce. He'll want to produce against his former team. I'm just worried about the number of snaps he gets. We're going against each other in the Experts League. Are you are you funning me here? Is uh, this, maybe. Is this a ruse? I mean, if, to not play him? If, if it was a ruse, would I tell you? See, that's it's the mind games that have already started. <laughs> Patriots running back Shane Vereen is eligible to return from the short-term IR from New England. So for New England's Monday night game against the Panthers, Vereen saw an increased workload this week in practice, and is it's certainly a situation that you want to keep an eye on as the game approaches, but. Since it's a Monday night game, I say don't handcuff yourself in case he doesn't play. What should fantasy owners be doing? Yeah, I would think that for this week at least, you're probably going to go a different route. You don't want to get into that Monday night game and have it be a situation where he's not playing or maybe he's extremely limited in the offense because then you're really hurting. So I would think you have a plan in place and maybe that's what you do and you wait a week and see how Vereen performs in the offense. Are you worried about Steven Ridley real quick? Uh, I am worried about Stephen Ridley. The Panthers are locked down on defense. Ridley could have a really tough time of it. All right, let's take a look at the latest injury information from around the league for Friday, November 15th. And, of course, here are some of the biggest names out there. Jake Cutler will not be practicing or not be playing this week. We're going to go with Josh McCann. We'll have more on him a little bit later on in the show. Aaron Rodgers, of course, with a collarbone injury. Darren McFadden, he's on there. And there, of course, Calvin Johnson's on there. Tony Gonzalez. Tony Gonzalez hasn't practiced all year, or doesn't seem like he has each and every week. (laughs) Some of the other big names that we'll be keeping an eye on today and this weekend, Peyton Manning with that ankle injury, Christian Ponder, Terrell Pryor looking more and more. He might not play. Ryan Matthews has a hamstring injury. 
Greg Jennings, Mike Wallace, Roddy White, Vernon Davis, some of the big names we've got to be keeping an eye on. But let's go back to the tight end, Tony Gonzalez. He hasn't practiced all week and was limited in Atlanta's Friday practice. Certainly a situation to keep an eye on, Marcus. But this is a guy who didn't have a preseason and doesn't really need to practice all that much. So what do we do with him this week? Well, I think you play him, but you play him with a lot of caution. I mean, we talk about running backs being in short supply. Tight ends are in pretty short supply as well. Gonzalez, a veteran guy who, as you mentioned, doesn't necessarily need to practice to play. Mm-hmm. I think you plug him in your lineup, but beware and you temper your expectations against the Bucs. His history against the Bucs hasn't been very good, though. It has not been very good, and the Bucs this year have been pretty good against tight ends. But again, there aren't a whole lot of great tight end options out there for you. That's true. Okay, now be sure to set your DVRs and tune into our late edition of NFL Fantasy Live at 1 a.m. Eastern, 10 p.m. Pacific. We'll have all the latest injury updates and news from across the league. Now, still to come on NFL Fantasy Live, Peyton Manning and the mile-high flying Broncos offense welcome Tamba Ali and that playmaking Chase Chiefs defense into Denver. We've got a full breakdown of our fantasy matchup of the week coming up. And speaking of playmakers on defense, the freak, Javon Kerr stops by our NFL Network studios to chat a little fantasy football. Welcome back to NFL Fantasy Live. I wonder what our fantasy matchup of the week is going to be. Here's our Week 11 NFL schedule. Lions, Steelers, Falcons, Buccaneers, Cardinals, Jaguars. A lot of fantasy intrigue there. Ravens, Bears, a game we'll get to coming up in a couple minutes. Take a look at some of the late games going on. Browns and Bengals, Chargers, Dolphins, a lot of intrigue there as well. Niners, Saints, Chiefs, Broncos. There it is, the night game, 8.30 p.m. Eastern. And this is the game that is our fantasy matchup of the week. No surprise, Peyton Manning against the Kansas City Chiefs in their defense. Chiefs and Broncos, a combined 17-1 record and a 944 winning percentage. That's the highest combined win percentage for two teams facing off this late in the season since before the merger in 1970. Should be a great game. We'll take a look by starting at fantasy's number one quarterback against fantasy's number one defense. This is Peyton Manning, what he's done so far this season. First in just about every category, six six interceptions tied for ninth. That's when he doesn't want to lead in, obviously. But here's the Chiefs as well. First, 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 first. So the first thing we see, guys, Peyton Manning, are you starting him? Any any hesitation at all starting him on Sunday? Starting Peyton Manning? (laughs) Of course. I mean, he's your number one guy. He's your stud, even though it's a tough matchup. And sometimes your studs have tough matchups. You know what? You still have to start him. Because he is your number one guy. Yeah, and get this. He hasn't had a game, only one game, where he scored under 20 points. I mean, so you reward him, of course. I mean, he's been that good this year where you're going to continue to play him. And I know the matchup is very tough, but look, he's Peyton Manning. I mean, I, I don't know that I can say it much better than that. It's Peyton Manning. I mean, right. there's a reason you drafted him high. There's a reason you've been playing him every single week. This is a guy who knows the magnitude of this game, and he usually brings his A game. 
in these best situations. Plus, it's it's still November. It's not it's not December. Oh, you can't point out that Peyton Manning folds in the big games. Otherwise, you're a hater. But I will say this: if he does fold, it's his fault. It's not yours. Well, we saw how he came back from injury. So, I mean, think about that. He came back from injury, so we know that he's used to playing with that. He's got the little bummed ankle, but. He'll, he'll make adjustments. All right, flip side of this, we have matchup-proof quarterbacks, but the Chiefs' defense has been as matchup-proof as, as anybody can be this year. You're right. starting them on Sunday. I don't know. Let's see. You have the team that has the most sacks in the league going up against an immobile quarterback. Hmm. I wonder if I would start them or not. Of course! They're going to get their sacks against them. Peyton Manning in big games also goes out and throws big interceptions. I look, I look for the Chiefs to be a pretty good play this week. They will make their opportunities. Go ahead. Don't get too cute with this one. Start them if you've been having them all year. All right, trickle-down effect to the Broncos wide receivers. Marcus, you're concerned about starting these guys? I'm not concerned about most of them. There's one guy I'm really worried about, and that's Eric Decker. And I can give you all sorts of numbers on what Decker has done at home this year and, and that sort of thing. But this is a situation where styles make fights. And what the Chiefs are going to do really will impact, I think, how the Broncos throw the football. They will find ways to get the ball to Wes Welker. He's the slot guy. He's the short route guy. The Broncos are very, very good at running the wide receiver screen and these bubble screens, so I think they'll find creative ways to get the ball to Demarius Thomas. But Decker is a guy who's been used to stretch the field this year. If you've got Tom Bahali and Justin Houston putting a lot of pressure on that pocket, forcing Manning to get rid of the ball quickly, there may not be as many looks down the field for Eric Decker this week. All right, so nervous about Eric Decker for the Chiefs. You're starting the defense. You're starting Jamal Charles. That's really it because the only other guy with any value potentially is Dwayne Bowen. Can you start him even though he is going to start for the Chiefs this week? Well, you know what? I have the same exact scenario right now going on in my in the expert league and yes, I am going to play Dwayne Bowen. I just have a certain feeling that Dwayne Bowen is going to go out there and have a game against this Broncos defense. Now, remember this is a secondary that isn't very good. When you look at this Broncos, they've allowed the six fewest, excuse me, they have given up a lot of big plays to wide receivers and so I think Dwayne Bowen is primed for this situation. Think about it. They have to keep up with Peyton Manning in this high-paced offense. So in order to stay in the game, they're going to have to get vertical. Yes, they can do it with the ground game and Jamal Charles, but they've got a stretch and uh, and Dwayne Bowe is going to get some of those balls. Wow, recommending starting Dwayne Bowe. Very nice, my friend. All right, here's our expert projections for week 11. We see big, who do we not see big weeks for? Everybody that's that's very good, we see a big week for. Julius Thomas, near 10 fantasy points. Alex Smith is okay. Jamal Charles. Chiefs defense, still start them. They give you 10, 11 points. That's still a great week from the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, Chiefs and Broncos may have been our fantasy matchup of the week, but there are a bunch of great games on the docket for week 11. Go to NFL.com slash Pick'em to see the full lineup and join our weekly Pick'em fantasy game. Select winners for every game on Sunday and accumulate fantasy points for each correct pick. You also get to compete against our NFL Network talent. Sign up today, NFL.com slash Pick'em. That's NFL.com slash Pick'em. Time now to take a look at a few more games from Sunday. We kick things off. Washington and Philadelphia, RG3 into Philadelphia here. Akbar, who wins this game and who are you keeping an eye on? Well, this is an NFC showdown, and I've got my eyes. Oh, well, first off, I got winning the game. I've got the Philadelphia Eagles winning this game. I've got them winning 33 to 20. But the guy I'm keeping my eye on is Deshaun Jackson. Deshaun Jackson, to me, has been one of those guys that have been missed up because Riley Cooper is really blown up. But if you look in the last two weeks, you say, oh, well, I think Foles is actually throwing the ball to Riley Cooper all the time. Well, in the last two weeks, they both have the same amount of targets. That's 11, and he's still gone out there, and he's been able to make plays. So I wouldn't sleep on Deshaun Jackson. Now, on the other hand, 
I love Pierre Garçon. Pierre Garçon, to me, is going to take advantage of a very weak secondary. Both guys have really good, I mean, going up against really good matchups because, look, who on earth is going to stop Pierre Garçon and that Philadelphia's Eagles? They don't have a shutdown corner, and he is the most targeted wide receiver for the Washington Redskins. Expect Pierre Garçon to come up big. Now, you promised me three touchdowns from Pierre Garçon yesterday, yep. but you only have him scoring 20 points. Well, look, guess what? Things what? happen. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on. Green Bay and the Giants. This is a banged-up Packers team. Scott Tolzien will start. Don Mikowski will back him up, Marcus. You've been watching this game. Who wins and who are you watching? I think the Giants stay hot in this one. They've won three in a row. I think they make it four by pulling out a win over the Packers this week, and that defense has really led the way. But one guy I'm looking at is Andre Brown. Brown came in last week. I, a lot of us thought that he was going to get worked in slowly, maybe 10 to 12 carries, 15. Ends up with 30 carries, which I think even surprised Andre Brown. He said after the game it felt like it was 50 carries. But wow. he is going to see the ball a lot this week. I think he's working back into shape. And the Packers' run defense has been vulnerable. They've given up 100 yards or more in three straight games. I think that continues this week. On the other side of the ledger, keep an eye on Jarrett Boykin. I think after a week of working in practice, I think you'll see Scott Tolzien spread the ball around a little bit more. I think you see Jordy Nelson get involved. But keep in mind, Tolzien and Boykin work together on the scout team, and those guys tend to stick together in games. There's a comfort level there. So you may not see Boykin get a ton of targets, but you'll see him get some, some targets in key situations. All right, let's head to the Windy City, where both the Bears and the Ravens are fighting to stay in contention for a wild-card spot rank. How do you see this one playing out, and who's got your attention? I like the Bears to win this one 22-19, and one of the guys who stands out to me is Alshon Jeffrey. Now, we all know that we're going to start Brandon Marshall each and every week, but Alshon Jeffrey has made quite a name for himself on the other side of the football, and when you look at the numbers, they're pretty good. He's had at least 100 receptions in two of his last three games, and he's had fewer than seven targets just once in his last six and the Ravens' defense allows a lot of fantasy points, as you see right there. They've allowed the fifth-most fantasy points to receivers on the road. So he's a good play each and every week. On the other side of the football, Torrey Smith is somebody that I'm kind of interested in. Now, if you look at the numbers, he doesn't get into the end zone a whole lot, but he does come out and he puts up a lot of yards, and he should be able to put up the yards this week against the Chicago Bears, who are banged up on defense. And so you can start your running backs, you can start your receivers against them. And as a matter of fact, there is a quarterback in this game well, you should play, but we're going to do that later in Like Dislike. Okay. There we go. That is a tease, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I'm a professional. That's Adam Rank. And don't forget, we will have more game previews coming up later on in the show. Still to come on NFL Fantasy Live, has Philip Rivers lost his fantasy mojo? Yeah, baby. Is this the week Colin Kaepernick gets back on track? We've got more game previews coming your way. But next... Javon Curse, the freak, is standing by, getting ready to join us right here on set to discuss his fantasy freaks. Stick around. We're back after this. Welcome back. Pleased to be joined now by three-time oh, NFL Pro Bowler and our NFL Fantasy Week Draft Commissioner from our shows in Times Square, Javon Curse, treating Kyle Brady very rudely right there you were. Uh, we had a good time playing against the Jaguars. <laughs> yeah, I bet, I bet you did. That's a big tight end, too. He gave me a lot of good work now. 
Uh, we're going to take a look at some of Javon's fantasy freaks here for this week and beyond in fantasy football. And some of the names in this list are going to surprise you a little bit here. One of the names we're going to talk about is the Cardinals defense. Look, we'll get to Peyton and A.J. Green, Deshaun Jackson, Gronkowski, the Chiefs in a second. But here's the Cardinals defense. They kind of fly under the radar, but you really like them as a defense. I really do. Um, they're, they, first of all, they're going to be up against a, um, a Jacksonville team who's been giving up lots of points, especially <laughs> at home. So That's true. So you continue to like playing against the Jaguars even after yeah, you're playing. still, them. still. <laughs> just picking on them. Well, it, it's easy. It's the Jaguars. What yeah. do you say? They're playing against the Okay. You know, you play your guys against the Jaguars. Yeah, and, and you know, they've got playmakers like Daryl Washington who's going out there who flies from sideline to sideline, can make right. plays. And, and it's all about getting pressure on that quarterback. And, and that's where you get points. That's a, that's a really good play right there. All right, big matchup this week, of course, the Kansas City Chiefs and the Denver Broncos. <laughs> We're talking to talk about sitting Peyton Manning against the Chiefs. Would you sit Peyton Manning in fantasy this week? You're smiling. It tells me you're going to do it. <laughs> Peyton Manning gets the most points as a quarterback in, um, in fantasy, but he's kind of hobbled, and his left um, offensive tackle is down right now. So he's going against a Chiefs defense that's playing out of their minds. These two defensive ends they have gets lots of pressure around the quarterback at all times. So, and they also score touchdowns every now and then. So, Personally, I'm not going to say personally, I will sit him this week. That's Ooh, what I will say. Now, that is, listen, now that is that a is, bold You're going to wind up on this show for the rest of your life instead of statements like that. But here's the one thing, though, is Peyton Manning missing some practice this week. He's never missed practice. Not Correct. a game as big as this with basically the division is on the line. That's right. That, that's the thing there. Peyton's the guy who takes every snap during practice. He never, the, the second, the, whoever back him up never gets even a snap in practice during the week. So for a guy to miss some of that time there, I think, I think it will throw him off a little bit. All right, so we had Akbar giving us Case Keenum a couple weeks ago, sitting Peyton Manning. Got some bold stuff for you right here. Now, <laughs> let's get into more on that Chiefs defense. Why are they so good? Oh, man. These guys getting sacks. They, um, they lead the league. Um, and, and points give, at least points given up. Um, they lead in sacks, and they even score, like I said, they even score touchdowns. So these guys are playing out of their minds, and then on the offense, they're doing pretty good as well. So they complement each other. So more confidence starting the Chiefs defense this week than in Peyton Manning. Yes. You know, you know and, and I was looking at those defensive ends, and because we're both defensive ends, I look at Tom Bahali, I look at Houston, and I see the way those guys get off the edge. Which one of those guys remind you of you, like the way you used to play the game ferociously? That can be a game changer. Ali. Yeah. I like Ali Ryder because he's, he's been doing it for, for a while now. He's been doing it for a few years now. So um, you, you got you to gotta account for that. And um, he has a, he does it. Yeah. And, you know, and that's what fantasy points come down to. People always want to think about, look at yardage, or how many yards a quarterback is throwing up against you. Yeah, Peyton Manning is going to do that. But when it comes down to making points, you get points defensively by sacks, turnovers, and touchdowns. All right, one of the freaks, other fantasy freaks, is A.J. Green, but he is on Hayden Island this week against Joe oh, Hayden. Boy. Can you start A.J. Green this week? Uh, yes, I'm starting this week. Um, That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> his, his th- I would say, like, the past three games he's, he, um, he's played against the Browns. I think he's had maybe 11 targets, possibly seven catches, and I think three touchdowns in the last three meetings. So he's been very productive out there. So I think he's going to have a pretty good day on Sunday. You, you know, when, when you look at Joe Hayden, look at this matchup, anybody who's been on pretty much on Joe Hayden Island, he's owned them. I and mean, their last matchup, you know, A.J. Green didn't have a very big uh, game. He had f- about five fantasy points. But here's the thing. When Joe Hayden gets in trouble, it comes down to technique because he's, he tends to want to use his athleticism versus technique. He's going to have to use technique going up against A.J. Green. You, of course, play A.J. Green because, 
like you said, he's your heavy hitter. You got to play your heavy hitter, guys like AJ Green. Got to. All right, another one of your fantasy freaks, Rob Gronkowski. But going up against the Panthers defense, had a lot of questions about him last week. Is the Panthers defense for real? Way they shut down the 49ers. Can you play Gronk this week? Play Gronk. Let's. Let's Tom, keep it real. Sit Peyton and play Gronk. I like it. Yeah. Hey, Tom Brady, that's your guy there. We need to get him need to get him back involved in the offense as, as much as you can. And um, um he's been doing he's did pretty good um his past couple of games against the Panthers that I see as well. Can Brady have a nice night too, or is this gonna be a you know Gronk can play well and that's about it? He can. I mean the um the, the Panthers defense still still plays pretty good, pretty good football as well. But it's gonna come down to Rob Gronkowski, them getting him involved in the offense and early. Yeah, and when you look at this Panthers defense, they're going to get a lot of pressure on on Tom Brady. But I think ultimately Tom Brady's going to always be looking like we did his first week coming back. I mean, he looked for Rob Gronkowski all the time, right. and so I think he's going to have that same thing when he's getting under when he's under duress. He'll be looking at Rob Gronkowski. So in PPR format and standard format, Rob Gronkowski mm-hmm. is the tight end to play. Javon Kirst, going to see him all weekend long here on NFL Network. Got you busy, like like you know, got you got your training table, got your food, <laughs> rushing to get you. Oh, like That's you. right. We're gonna, you know, we're going to get you in our flag football game on Sunday too. Oh, I, I didn't know I signed up for that. <laughs> get him ready. Yeah. Get him ready. Oh, Akbar's got to block. You got to block him. Uh, no, no, thank you. <laughs> no, thank you. All right, big thanks to Javon Kirst for joining us here on NFL Fantasy Live again. Check him out all weekend long. Antonio Gates' start start is cooled off. Can he get back on track in South Beach? We're breaking down the charge. Dolphins matchup. Plus, we'll take a closer look at the Saints battle in the Bayou with the 49ers. NFL Fantasy Live is back after this. If you missed any of the action on Thursday Night Football or any game for that matter, check out NFL Game Rewind with HD Coaches Film. Relive every play from every game with two exclusive angles and DVR style controls. Try it for free right now. It's free. NFL.com slash Game Rewind. Speaking of games, the Colts and the Titans Thursday Night Football right here on NFL Network. Andrew Luck trying to come back from a horrendous fantasy performance a week ago. Ryan Fitzpatrick trying to build on his. However, this was the Chris Johnson show. Here he goes, 30 yards away. And right now, people are saying, did I start Chris Johnson's attention? Or did did you play against him? That (laughs) was another thing you were looking at. I said yesterday that he was going to get 18 points. He went a little over. Great call by you. And you also said uh, 20 points from Donald Brown, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, that's right. (laughs) (laughs) No, I was hating on him. I hated on him. Dude, no, we were really – let's get the hating right. We were hating on Trent Richardson, which turns out to be correct. Right. Two touchdowns for Donald Brown. Colts win it by the final of 30-27. to Andrew Luck, a touchdown rushing, really save what could have been a very poor fantasy night for him. Look at Donald Brown, nearly 22 fantasy points. Kobe Fleener over 10. Get to him in a couple seconds, too. Chris Johnson, that's two out of the last three weeks. He has been tremendous. But, guys, seeing what Donald Brown did last night, are we really at the point? You're not playing Trent Richardson. Are we playing Donald Brown as at least our flex? You know what? I, I would have never thought we would get to this situation. I know. Wow. It, it's unbelievable. It really depends on the matchup. The Titans are awful against the run. They showed that last night. So, if Donald Brown has a good matchup, well, all of a sudden he's in the conversation as a flex starter. Trent Richardson, he's in the conversation of biggest bust of the season. <laughs> <laughs> now, how about Delaney Walker? Great call. Kurt Warner last night. Kurt, I'm going to name drop here, but Kurt about an hour before the game texted me and said, you know what, I couldn't pull off a trade for a tight end. I got a feeling about this Delaney Walker tonight. And I said, Kurt, well, you know what? If that's what you feel, go ahead and pick him up. Well, and I'll tell you why he went off. When you get Fitzpatrick, Fitzpatrick has, you know, has not been playing a lot with the Tennessee Titans. So we get an opportunity to get out there. You want to go to your comfort spot. And he went to the comfort spot, and that was Delaney Walker. Found him running those nice little routes inside. Crossed the route, made for a touchdown. I like Fitzpatrick and the Delaney Walker connection. Can you start Delaney Walker? 
I don't know about starting him on a weekly basis, but this is a guy who will be picked up as a two coming up next week. Yeah, I'm, I'm right with you on that. Now, I mentioned Kobe Fleener, uh, career high in yards for him with 104. This is his fourth big week in a row, getting a lot of the targets Reggie Wayne was getting. Low end number one? He is at this point because yeah, he, Reggie Wayne, again, is out, and this is a guy who's seeing more targets. Targets, that equals production. Kobe Fleener is now comfortable as a professional football player. All right, glad I left him on my bench last night. That's terrific. Okay, go Timothy Wright on Sunday. We're going to continue our game previews now as we take a closer look at the Chargers and the Dolphins. Going to put a minute on the clock, and Akbar, start with you and that old faithful tight end down in the 619, Antonio Gates, who has been struggling a little bit the last few weeks. Is it time to sit him? No, it's not t- time to sit Antonio Gates. Think about who Antonio Gates is. He is the most targeted wide receiver there for the San Diego Chargers, and I know Kenny Allen. Most targeted the- pass catcher. Pass catcher, yeah. yes. And I know that he's been... You know, in this situation where, oh, he's, he's on a down. No, Antonio Gates is going out there and he's producing. He put up 62 yards. Now I know he didn't get 10 points uh, last week, but I think he's going to do it against the Miami Dolphins because Phillip Rivers and that offense is going to pick up. Last week, they were very lethargic. All right, fans, other side of the coin, you have the disappointing Mike Wallace. And suddenly, who is Richard Matthews? Who are you starting? I'm still going with Mike Wallace. This is a great matchup. The Chargers have allowed the fourth most fantasy points to wide receivers this season. But with that being said, if Mike Wallace stinks it up again this weekend for fantasy owners, he is going to find a nice place on the bench next to Trent Richardson. <laughs> and we're not forgetting about Philip Rivers. Adam Rank, who was right on a week ago saying, look, he's going to struggle. Sit him this week. He'll have more on Philip Rivers coming up and like-dislike in a few minutes. Let's move on now to San Francisco and New Orleans. Saints and Niners score off Sunday afternoon. That Saints offense looked unstoppable last week against the Dallas Cowboys. Get to them in a second. But let's start with Colin Kaepernick and the Niners. Remember Fabs when a year ago it was, oh, Colin Kaepernick doesn't throw to Vernon Davis. Doesn't like Vernon Davis at all. Check it. look. Take a look at how Kaepernick's production dips without his safety net all-pro tight end. With Davis, quarterback rating of 100. Without him, 35. Nine passing touchdowns, no passing touchdowns. Suddenly, as Vernon Davis goes, so goes Colin Kaepernick. So, Fabs, what do you do this week? Well, I have Kaepernick and Brady, and I'm trying to figure out which one of these guys to sit and start because it's very difficult. Both have tough matchups. The Saints have allowed the third-fewest fantasy points to quarterbacks. We saw that last week when Tony Romo put up a stinker against New Orleans on their home field. Now, Vernon Davis starts. It makes Kaepernick more attractive. But if he's out, oh boy, you want to avoid him at all costs. But at this point, even with Davis in the lineup, if he plays, Kaepernick's a risk. Which way are you leaning right now? If you had to make the call right now? Uh, maybe Case Keenum will be on the waiver <laughs> wire. I don't know. That's such a tough call right now. I, I think I'm leaning towards Brady, but I might flip a coin at this point. I'll help you out, Kaepernick. Okay. All right, all right let, let's go to the Saints side of things now. Everybody scored last week. Mario Bates had a touchdown, I yep. think. Mario Bates. Who wow, do you, who do you trust one. this week, Akbar, in this Well, uh, of course I'm going to trust Drew Brees. I'm going to trust Jimmy Graham. But the guy that I really don't trust uh, on that wide receiver crew is Marcus Colson. Now, he went up against the Dallas Cowboys and put up big numbers coming off of an injury. But he's got to give me a little bit more track record. He's had a pathetic season thus far as a fantasy guy. I'm not going with him. Uh, I'm going to back off on Colston. Another good week, and then are you back on the Colston train? Uh, Yeah, if he comes back, he puts up big numbers like he did, oh, yeah. Give me Marcus Niners have allowed the seventh-fewest fantasy points. It's a very very strong defense. All right, there you go. Some tough decisions have to be made this week. A lot of players have really tough matchups. When NFL Fantasy Live returns, will Andy Dalton's struggles come to an end? Can Riley Cooper stay hot? Adam Rank shares his fantasy insight in this week's edition of Like Dislike coming up next. Hey, everybody. Adam Rank here. And every week I publish my likes and dislikes in the world of fantasy football, sports, TVs, movies, so much more. This week, the age-old dilemma. Do I attend WrestleMania in New Orleans this year? 
or Raw the next night. You can vote on that at NFL.com slash like, dislike. But let's go with the fantasy football right now. And my first like of the week is Red Dalton. I have three rules for my fantasy team. Expect the unexpected. Take it outside and be nice. What does this mean for Dalton? I don't know, but it gives me a chance to quote Roadhouse. But Dalton is a good start this week, and he's had three touchdown passes in two of his last three games against the Browns. Plus, the Browns have allowed 11 touchdown passes in their last four games. I say Dalton puts up a double deuce. A quarterback I don't like this week is Phillip Rivers. The Dolphins have allowed the third fewest points at home to quarterbacks and haven't allowed a touchdown pass in their last three games. You saw the way the Bucs attacked the Dolphins. You have to figure the Chargers' game plan will be to run heavy, so keep Rivers on your bench. A running back to like this week is Ray Rice. No, I'm serious about this one. This is my Christian Cage one more match play of the week. Honestly, if Rice can't get get it going against the Bears, who have allowed roughly 46 rushing touchdowns over the last four months, then it's simply never going to happen. It would be like losing to 3MB. So expect Rice to be big. One running back I don't like this week is C.J. Spiller, who has competed with Rice to be the bust of the year. Well, Spiller will snatch that title from Rice this week as he goes up against the Jets, who have allowed the fewest fantasy points on the road to running backs this season. Spiller touched the ball 11 times for 10 yards last time they played, so unless he gets like 100 touches this week, you're going to have to pass. And finally... I like Riley Cooper against the Packers. Cooper and quarterback Nick Foles have had a bromance straight out of a Judge Apatow flick, which should continue this week against the Washington Redskins. They've allowed eight touchdown passes in their last three games. So seriously, like defense and sunblock are the two things the Redskins coaching staff does not seem to be concerned with. Here are some more likes and dislikes here. For week 11, you see some of the names. Nick Foles, the aforementioned. Danny Woodhead and Hathaway was walking around in a Danny Woodhead jersey this week. If that doesn't make you want to start him, you know what? Nothing will. Some guys to avoid. Colin Kaepernick, Roddy White, Steve Smith. Some big names there. So keep them on your bench. Time now, though. We're going to send it over to Jason Smith and the fellas for some Week 11 spot starts. Thank you very much, Mr. Rank. Some Fantasy Spot Starts, Fantasy Spotlight, brought to you by our friends at Hotels.com. Look, give me my Anne Hathaway close-up. I need 11 minutes of just a close-up, I'm going to say. All right, not going to do that. We're going to give you Spot Starts. These are players you may not play again the rest of the season, but you're going to play in this week in Akbar. You had your eye on this guy all week long. Yeah, and that's right. Opposite Joe Hayden, there's a lot of success happening. When you look at the Cleveland Browns and that defense, Joe Hayden has been locking down number one receivers. I like Marvin Jones. Marvin Jones, to me, has been exceptional. Now I know in the last couple of weeks he hasn't scored a receiving touchdown but he still put up those four big games where we saw him scoring touchdowns I want you to get this opposite Joe Hayden in week one Brian Hartline 17 points week two Marlon Brown 10.5 points go back to week seven Jared Boykins busted on the scene with 16 points and then last week Marlon excuse me week nine Marlon Brown again 19 fantasy points so the point is is that Marvin Jones has a great opportunity to produce against this excuse me against this Browns defense all right great stuff there out of the Browns let's go back to Mr. Rank at the double deuce and find out who his spot start is for the week who do you have hey Jason thanks I'm gonna go with Josh McCown now if you look at what he's done when he's played with the Bears you have to ask yourself Ask yourself, I should say, how well has he played? Well, he's played so well that Jay Cutler risked injury to come back and play. He's kind of, you know what, he's kind of like Eddie Martell in the replacements. He's like, no way, Shane Falco's playing too. And by the way, how did Shane Falco get from his boat to the game at halftime? It makes no sense. But that, I don't know what any of that means, but Josh McCown, 
Great start. When you got Brandon Marshall, when you got Alshon Jeffrey, and you're going up against the Baltimore Ravens, who've allowed a lot of points to quarterbacks on the road this week, it spells spot start to me, so I'm going to go with him. Hopefully, he can come through for me. So, Jason, who do you got? Thank you, Mr. Rankin. Just Sunday, I want you to know Ruben Randall is going to be playing with the best quarterback in the league. That's going to be, well, maybe not the best quarterback, but he'll be playing with Eli Manning. But here's the thing about Ruben Randall. At some point, guys, we have to realize that what we've seen is not a fluke. This is a trend. He's got one touchdown, three straight home games. He's the only guy Eli Manning has thrown a touchdown to since 2003 with the New York Giants. So this is kind of where we're at. The offense is flowing away from McKean Knicks. We hear reports out of New York that Knicks is just not trying as hard as they would like him to to get back into the flow of things. They've tried to give him a lot of targets. It's not working. Ruben Randall is the guy. You can play him in your flex as your wide receiver three, and you can expect a touchdown from him because in the red zone, that's really what Eli does. He goes to Ruben Randall on that one-on-one coverage, and he comes down with the football. The guy's a beast. you got to play him. Now, to go from a real tall beast to a bit of a shorter guy, but still a guy with a lot of impact on the game, you like Andre Ellington. I do like Andre Ellington. Duke. Can we call him Duke? I feel like we should call him Duke. Okay. The Duke or Duke? Uh, just Duke. Ellington. Okay. Yeah. I think you take the A train. Can, can I go with that one? Sure. Andre Ellington, I think, is a really good start this week. I know last week the Titans, or the Jaguars rather, clamped down on that Titans running game. Chris Johnson was a disappointment. I don't think you run away from that matchup, though. Andre Ellington has 30 touches the last two games. That's most on the Cardinals roster. The Jaguars, I can give you all the numbers in the world. You've seen the play. They're not good against the run. You go with Andre Ellington. Don't worry about Rashard Mendenhall. He gets a few touches here and there. Ellington has been the more productive back. He's the guy you work with this week. I think just like Adam Rank said last week, all you have to do is say Jaguars. Jaguars. And then that's really it. <laughs> Here's our fantasy spotlight spot start to the week presented by Hotels.com. Akbar's got Marvin Jones for a whopping 15 points. Josh McCown would be a great start, 19 for the Bears. I got Ruben Randall over 12 and Andre Ellington 11.3 against Jacksonville. Those are the fantasy spot starts of the week presented by Hotels.com. Coming up, you have questions, we have the answers. We scoured Fantasy Genius for our favorite fan questions. We go rapid-fire mode on Fantasy Feedback when NFL Fantasy Live continues after this. Welcome back to NFL Fantasy Live. Jason Smith here alongside all the guys. One more game preview to get to before we get into our two-minute offense. Cleveland at Cincinnati. Some interesting fantasy matchups, and we'll kick things off with Adam Reich's new BFF, Jordan Cameron. Oh, boy. You and he bonded... It's our Judd Apatow bromance. <laughs> exactly. You bonded over Kristen Stewart we in did. a recent episode of the Dave Damashek football program. We did. So, well, what she about was, him? Honestly, she was fantastic in Adventureland, and you got to give that to her. If she's good, she's good. But I like him in this matchup going up against the Cincinnati Bengals. The last time these two teams hooked up, you see right there 10 receptions, 91 yards, and a touchdown. 12 targets in that game, too. So they were looking for him a lot. I expect the same thing to happen this week. So, Jordan Cameron, bye week, and now he's ready to go. Put him back in your lineup. All right, for the law firm, we've seen Giovanni Bernard becoming a bigger part of the offense, but Marcus, he's still getting carries. He is still getting carries, which kind of baffles me a little bit. <laughs> I mean, really, Ben Jarvis Green also has been a fantasy MacGuffin in the last few weeks. Gio Bernard is the guy to have, but just be aware, he's going to get some touches. He may get some touches down near the goal line. If you are hurting for a fantasy running back, then Ben Jarvis Greenells may be a name you want to pay attention to but because he will see some touches potentially around the goal line. Well, you know, and I'm in this same exact scenario in my league of record, and when I look at Ben Jarvis Greenells, I have to play him. I mean, just remember, against the Miami Dolphins, he had 21 carries. Now, of course, he got 72 yards, 7.2 uh, points there. Yeah, can you live with that? Yeah, I can live with that as, as a flex position. Maybe. Eat your yeah. fantasy yeah. broccoli. <laughs> You're required to play him? That's one of the league bylaws? <laughs> no, I, I had no other options out there. What, what else am I going to do? <laughs> All right, and if you get fantasy points for a guy getting carries who we don't know why,
why he gets carries, then you're definitely <laughs> starting Ben Jarvis Green Ellis. All right, let's get to our two-minute offense here. Going to put some time on the clock here, talk some flex questions. Better flex, Mark Ingram or Keenan Allen? Who's the better play this week? I am going with Keenan Allen. Mark Ingram, I know, had a huge week last week, but don't chase those points. The 49er defense is a lot better than that Cowboy defense, and Ingram is still trying to share carries with a whole lot of guys in that backfield. All right, Steven Jackson or Percy Harvin, Akbar? You know, I'm, in this situation, I have to go with Percy Harvin. Percy Harvin is going to be hot going up against his old team, the Minnesota Vikings. And when I look at Steven Jackson, what has he done for anybody? Come on. Look, if he Not carries me. 100 times, he'll get 100 yards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I bet. All right, Bobby Rainey or Chris Ivory? I'm going to go Bob Rainey. I watch him. You know, we watched that Monday night game. And we talked good. about it. He, he looks so much better than Brian Leonard when he was up. Brian Leonard makes Peyton Hillis look fast. Oh, wow. <laughs> so that is. Bobby Rainey has to play. All right, Vincent Jackson or Antonio Brown, Marcus? I am going to go with Vincent Jackson. I mean, he's got a great matchup against the Falcons. And then hearing word that Greg Shannon says they want to get more touches or more targets in uh, Jackson's direction, that makes me feel a lot Ooh, better about it. like that. All right, Marlon Brown or Aaron Dobson? You know what? Aaron Dobson's going up against that very tough Panthers defense. I'm going with Marlon Brown. Are you guys confident all in Tom Brady on Monday night? Not at all. No. <laughs> no. Tell me how you really feel. Not at all, and I'm still starting them because I'm a lunatic. No, why? Stop going I'm crazy. Yeah, I see that. I've got some, I've, I've got some good medicine you for you, too. It. You have oh, to take my control goodness. of my team. i got a lot of craziness here. Andre Ellington or C.J. Spiller rank? Who's the, who's the player? Wow, Andre Ellington. I, Jaguars. That's it. Done. There you go. You're going up against a Jaguar. <laughs> Do I need to say any more words? No. All right, here we go. Let's get some more starter sits rapid fire style. Golden Tate against the Vikings. Marcus, start or sit? Absolutely start Golden Tate this I week. I like that. Yeah, great start. Yeah, I'm with it. Start. All right, here we go. Larry Fitzgerald against the Jaguars. Ooh, that's an easy one right there. Yeah. Start. He scored his last two times against the Jaguars. All he had to say was Jaguars. Again, Jaguars. <laughs> yep, starting Fitzgerald this week. All right, Jordy Nelson against the Giants. Yes, absolutely starting Jordy this week. He sold me. Yes, I'll start him. <laughs> you know what? I'm actually going to go different here. I'm going to go sit Jordy Nelson. Sit Jordy Nelson. Now Danny- I don't know what to do. <laughs> Real quick, Danny Amendola at the Panthers. Oh, I'm sitting Danny Amendola. He's a joke against I really- the Panthers. I'm crazy. Of course I'm. If I can't start Tom Brady, I have to start one of them. No, don't go <laughs> with the Danny Amendola. Uh-uh. No, he's a Danny Amendola this week. All right, there we go. Never That's going to do it for fun. us here on NFL Fantasy Live. A big thanks to Javon Curse for swinging by our set. Remember, if you missed any of today's show, be sure to check out our daily NFL Fantasy Live podcast at NFL.com slash podcast. We'll see you Sunday morning, 11.30 a.m. Eastern on NFL Red Zone and NFL.com with all the latest fantasy news leading up to kickoff. We're crazy here. Come on. Introducing the Lisa Chill Collection, your answer to hot nights. These mattresses beat the heat with ultra-cool covers, whisking away heat for the perfect sleep temperature. Save up to $460 on chill mattresses and get two free pillows when you shop now iHeart listeners can save an extra $50 off by visiting lisa.com forward slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. 
Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. What's out there is unknown. So at UC San Diego, out we go. Because to take on the challenges of the here and now, you got to get your feet wet, your eyes open, and your mind out there, way out there. Turning the unknown into cures, culture, and connections with each step forward. So pack a bag, a notebook, and some sandals, and get ready to look far and think further. UC San Diego. Learn more at ucsd.edu.